You're a 415er. 415 You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. A podcast that has started off in a very feisty manner, Mark, because we were just having a spirited discussion before we began the podcast. And uh, I want to welcome everyone in, of course. It is conference title championship week. The 49ers and the Eagles playing on Sunday at noon for a chance and a trip to go to the Super Bowl. Mark, how are you feeling? I'm doing well, Evan. I'm getting amped up for this game. There's a few weekends better for football fans than championship game weekend, conference championship weekend. This is uh, really fun. It is only one day of action, but it is a great day of action on Sunday. Starts at noon if you're out here on the West Coast with Niners at Eagles. And then after that, a rematch of last year's AFC championship game, Bengals at the Chiefs. Both these games should be uh, an awful lot of fun, Evan. I'm looking forward to that. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Now, I, I didn't mean to plan on wearing blue for those watching on YouTube, but I feel it's kind of appropriate because blue would be right in the middle of red and green. And that's kind of the way I feel about this game heading in, Mark, is that it feels very even to me. And one of the reasons being is because of the result of the 49ers game on Sunday. Now, a lot of people compared to maybe watching the Eagles absolutely lambaste the New York Giants at Lincoln Field earlier that weekend might say, well, why would you feel so good about it? But this is where I want to start, Mark. I want to start with the question, if the Dallas victory makes you feel more or less confident heading into Philadelphia, if you're the 49ers, um, I kind of tip my hand a little bit, but I'll give you first serve. How did you feel after watching the Niners beat the Dallas Cowboys 19 to 12 at home? Well, I, I think on the surface, you always want your team to play, you know, their best game. So, that out of the way, obviously, the Niners didn't play as good as they possibly could have. This, uh, you know, they didn't play as well as they did against Seattle, specifically on the defensive or pardon me, on the offensive side of the ball. They've had better games this season. Um, so obviously that out of the way, you, you wish that your team is just playing great football all around. But Evan, you look at how this team is constructed and you look at they have a rookie seventh round quarterback who hasn't started all season, who's still learning things. Every snap, every throw, every quarter, every game that he plays, he's still learning things. I, I think there's a very realistic scenario here, Evan, where a game like last weekend against the Cowboys, where it was, uh, you know, you, you had to grind it out. It was a defensive battle. You, you had to scratch and claw for every point that you scored. And the result was up in the air really until the final few minutes of that game. I think an experience like that, maybe not for the team as a whole, Evan, because generally this is a pretty experienced group. I mean, almost everyone on this roster that is playing meaningful snaps played meaningful snaps last year when they went to the NFC title game. And a lot of them were here in 2019 into the 2020 postseason when they went all the way to the Super Bowl. But specifically, Evan, for Brock Purdy, I do think the experience against the Cowboys last week is valuable because it proved to him, hey, I do not need to play lights out for us to win. This is what it feels like to win and to eke out a postseason game. And evident, it, it shouldn't be a surprise. If the Niners win against the Eagles, it, it will not be a blowout. It will be a similar feeling 
you know, as, as this Cowboys game. If the Niners are to come out victorious, it'll probably be close coming down to the last few minutes. It will require a score in the last minute by the Niners or a last minute stop by the Niners defense. So I think that experience for Brock Purdy is meaningful for the team as a whole. I don't know. Cause they've been there, done that for, but for Purdy specifically, and the quarterback is the most important player on the field in the national football league. I think it's a meaningful experience. So perhaps it gives Brock Purdy a little bit of confidence heading in to what should be another competitive game. Yeah, I'm with you. And look, if fans want to say that they should have beaten Dallas more handedly, they should have been able to run the ball more effectively. You know, the outside receivers didn't really get going. George Kittle was really the main source of offense through the year for the 49ers. And, you know, clearly because Brock Purdy has been on such a tear, it did not look as dominating as the rest of the games that he's played in. I hear that, but I feel like you should be confident after that win, because I think we can put to bed, Mark, the strength of schedule game for the 49ers entering Philadelphia, because I think everyone feels comfortable saying that the final four are the four best teams left in the NFL on both sides of the bracket. So that means that whether you're tested or not, it doesn't matter. You're the, you are the number one or number two team in your conference. And the 49ers have finally shown maybe to some that they can beat a quality top three, top four in their conference opponent, which they did against Dallas. And what was the one thing this entire week kind of leading up to it? A matter of discussion was how are the quarterbacks going to play? Brock Purdy was a rookie. That was the biggest moment of his life. And this next weekend will be the next biggest moment of his life. He didn't shy away from the moment and he didn't fold under pressure the way that we saw Dak Prescott do on the other side. Dak Prescott played more like a rookie in that game than Brock Purdy did. And that unfortunately has followed Dak for the majority of his playoff career. Brock Purdy's got as many wins as Dak Prescott does after two games in his postseason career. So I feel like having overcome the Dallas Cowboys, both as far as taking care of business on defense, but then also offensively, I, I, I kind of mentioned it last week, Mark, but I feel like Dallas in many ways is somewhat of a lighter version of Philadelphia defensively. That D-line perhaps is, is a bit better against the run than what Philly has been. But at full strength, this Eagles team has sacked more quarterbacks than all but two teams in the history of the NFL. They have four different guys with 10 or more sacks. They also have two elite corners and a great secondary and a linebacking core that maybe is probably second behind the 49ers. So if you're asking me why I feel confident about that win against Dallas, it's because the 49ers had not seen a team similar to what Philly had offered. And they finally got it in Dallas and they showed us as well as themselves that they could handle business in a tight spot, even if it's at home. And now they have to go on the road. I feel like they should feel confident walking out of that game because they overcame and they, they hurdled an obstacle they hadn't faced yet. Yeah, I think the other side of this as well, Evan, is Philadelphia. There's two sides to this. Obviously, it's how are the Niners feeling, and then it's how are the Eagles feeling. Obviously, the Eagles are extremely confident. I mean, they come out and they just absolutely dominate the New York Giants, a team that beats the Minnesota Vikings, who won a ton of games in the regular season, but as we've talked about at length, uh, maybe weren't quite as good as their record shows. But still, dominant, really good win for the Eagles over the New York Giants. 38-7 to was the final score. 
But you think back to how their regular season ended, Evan. Remember, week 15, just before uh, the, the week before uh, Christmas, a uh, narrow win in Chicago. Jalen Hurts hurts his shoulder, and he misses the game on Christmas Eve at Dallas, a loss for the Dallas Cowboys. Then on New Year's Day at home against New Orleans, he misses that game as well, and they lose. He comes back week 18, needing to win to guarantee uh, the one seed and a bye through into the divisional round of the postseason. He comes back, and they beat those Giants. 22 to 16, but it was a game where the Giants had nothing to gain. So kind of a throwaway game. Jalen Hurts was clearly limited. He only played because there was still something to gain for the Philadelphia Eagles. So Evan, you're looking at over a month. The last time this Eagles team really played a, a game wire to wire that mattered that much. I mean, this game against the Giants in the postseason, of course it mattered, but the game was over at halftime. This, this is also a situation where, not only are the Niners perhaps feeling a little bit more confident because they came out on the right end of a close competitive game against a really good team, Evan, but Philadelphia on the flip side hasn't been in that situation in a while. I'm not saying saying that they can't turn it on. I mean, they're a really, really good football team, and there's a reason why they were the one seed in the NFC. I'm not saying that they're not ready or prepared, but there is also something of having done it more recently, of coming out through the fire of a tough competitive game and working hard for that victory in the last minutes, in the final quarter of a game. And simply put, Evan, the Eagles haven't quite done that in a long time. Again, it's been over a month. Uh, We talk a lot about rest or rust for teams that are coming off of buys in the postseason. I'm not quite sure I'm not, I'm not so sure that that argument necessarily works here, but I think there is something to the fact, Evan, that the Eagles haven't been in those clutch moments, those crunch time minutes in a really long time the Niners have. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. For me, and I feel like for most Eagles fans, the reason why they would feel confident is simply because Jalen Hurts looked as close to 100% as we've seen in over a yeah. month. I mean, and, and that is, at the end of the day, what their season in many ways relies on because they have everything else. And I, I, I do feel very confident in saying that these two teams, Philadelphia and San Francisco have the two best rosters in football. But of course, if you take away, sounds weird to say at this point, or would have sounded weird to say a month ago, but if you take away Brock Purdy, you know, the 49ers might be done. Well, I think we saw down the stretch that Philadelphia with Gardner Minshew, as opposed to Jalen hurts is a completely different football team. And you know, I, I'm still, a little hesitant to to call Jalen Hurts 100% because I believe he said after the game that that 45-yard pass on the first drive to um, Devontae Smith was the first time he had attempted a pass that long the entire week. So clearly he was saving himself for the game and may not even have known if he could make that throw before attempting it uh, just because he didn't want to test that shoulder and potentially do more damage to it. So I do not believe that Jalen Hurts will be 100% on Sunday. But if you're telling me that he's not at 100% and they can still absolutely roll the Giants, which yeah. they did with ease, that's something scary to take in, you know, take a look at. The other part of it too, Mark, is I, I do wonder a bit how much there is a, we'll call it a Seattle Seahawks factor with the Eagles and the Giants matchup, having played now three times this year. Philadelphia, I know, played them closely in one of those games, but they beat them three times. They're very familiar with them, similar to how San Francisco absolutely dumped on them in week two, did Seattle, and then week 15 was a bit closer, 
and then blew them out in the first round of the playoffs. So the, the familiarity actually helped the two teams that had taken care of business the first two times as opposed to the opposite. So I, I'm really not sure what to expect from Philadelphia, but the most important part of each game is that both teams, despite San Francisco having played the more physical contact, contest, they were as close to being 100% healthy as possible. I know they had you know, a, a minor mix-up during the game. Guys were able to come back in. Christian McCaffrey's calf is something we'll certainly monitor and get you updated on across this week. Uh, but both teams seem to be as healthy as they've been you know, prior to, I guess, the Jalen Hurts shoulder injury. Yeah, and I, I mean, the Jalen Hurts' shoulder is something that I wouldn't be surprised if in the offseason he has like an exploratory surgery to to make sure or, or to clean something up. Like, I would not be surprised if that's something that does happen. It's, it's clearly good enough for him to to play on right now when he's still effective. Uh, I'm with you. He he looked he looked visibly better than he did week 18, and in part of that maybe was just because in week 18, the Eagles were doing the absolute bare minimum. They wanted to make sure that they won the game, but they did not want to risk anything there. So perhaps it was more game plan related than uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, shoulder health related in week 18. But he he was certainly willing to do more in the postseason game. And of course, why wouldn't you? It it means more. It matters more. It's win or go home in the playoffs. So he certainly looked good enough to where you still have to respect his legs and his arm. And I mean, it's a shoulder injury. It's not going to affect his ability to run and his speed. Maybe it, it affects some decision-making Evan and, and maybe he's taking, maybe he's making a few more business decisions because he's a little bit wary of taking a hit on that shoulder. Who knows? I mean, he got injured uh, when he was running the ball and he was tackled and all the weight of him and the defender tackling him landed on his right throwing shoulder. So it's certainly something he takes a, a bad hit. He falls on it. Uh, it. It could, you know, make things worse. So maybe it affects decision making for Jalen Hurts. Maybe he's a little less willing to to run it between the tackles. Maybe he's being a little bit more careful. Any little bit helps the 49ers there. But it's something that you've talked about all season long here on the 415ers, Evan. And I know we'll, we'll dig into this a lot more on our Friday episode as we get fully ready for this matchup. But the Niners have struggled against mobile quarterbacks, dual threat quarterbacks. So that is going to be an area that is going to matter big time in this game. Do they have a spy set for Jalen Hurts? Because they've been unwilling to do that for dual threat quarterbacks in the past. How are they going to make sure that Jalen Hurts isn't converting big third downs with his legs like he's done all season long? He's going to run the ball, what, six, seven, eight, nine times? I think he ran it nine times against the Giants. Uh, in in the divisional round, if he's in a fight for his life, he might try to take it into his hands more and run a double digit times. We will see. Uh, but that's certainly an area where we will we will keep an eye on. And if there's still any doubt in the back of his mind about his shoulder, Evan, maybe that does help the 49ers just a little bit here or there. Yeah, I think the season high for him was 17 carries. I'd be surprised to see it get that high. But yeah. Then again, in a game in which your season is on the line, you never know. So that's that's certainly something we'll be paying attention to. Also, I mean, Dak Prescott, when he took off at times during that game on Sunday against the Niners, proved to be pretty effective with his yeah. feet. I know there were some people around the press box saying he probably should have looked to run a little bit more, especially after some of his questionable decision-making <laughs> 
with the football. Well, and uh, you heard what Jerry Jones said about him the week leading up to the game. That I don't think the Niners are going to be able to to stop Dak's legs. And I mean, he had that that good one run where he almost got into the end zone. I think yeah. he finished with what, like fifteen. Well, that was the yards. fourth and four prior to his turnover in the red zone, and of course the Pollard injury. But you know, the play that preceded it was a huge play for for yeah. Dallas. So, no, it's it's definitely something to monitor for sure.